This is Josie Brown with Author Provocateur. My guest today is Shirley Hailstock, the best-selling award-winning novelist with over 30 books to her name. In fact, her novel, Legacy, is listed as one of the 100 greatest romance novels of the 20th century. Her series includes the six-novel Capital Chronicles Romantic Suspense series and the four-book Blythe Cove Contemporary Romance series. Shirley will be joining me at the Barber Bay Reader Appreciation Weekend in Milwaukee in April. It's wonderful to talk to you today, Shirley. Thank you. It's wonderful to talk to you, too. <laughs> I heard that you started your writing career on a dare. Is that true? Yes, it is. I read uh, an awful lot of Harlequin romances, and a friend of mine uh, asked me one day what I was reading. So I just, like with a, with a Harlequin uh, present, I just turned the book over and let her see the title because I didn't remember it. You know how we used to pick up the books and just turn them over and read the back cover copy. And so I told her I'd read so many of these books I could write one. And she says, I dare you. And I went home and I started writing. Good. And you and you haven't stopped. No, I haven't. I finished that book. I let her read about 25 pages of it. And she was like, where's the rest? I need the rest. And so when she finished reading, she says, well, what are you going to do with it now? And it's like, now? There's no now. I was just writing the book because you dared me. And so she suggested I try to sell it. And that's when things just started to get under my skin. And I really wanted to sell it. And I joined my romance writers chapter here in New Jersey. Um, and I learned a lot about writing and about selling, about the market. And eventually I sold to Kensington. Actually, the second book I wrote was the first one that sold. Um, and I did. I would finish a book every year because I didn't want a year to close without me having completed something. And a, a critique group of mine kept saying, no, this is not the book. That's the book. Well, that book is, is finished but not ready so I'll take two weeks, I swear, ladies, I'll take two weeks, I'll edit the book, and I'll send it in. And it took me six months, but <laughs> I sent it in. Uh, I met an editor at RWA conference in St. Louis, and uh, I pitched the book to her. She told me to send the proposal. I did that the day I, after I got home. And a month later, she called, uh, she uh, mailed me a, a letter and asked to send the whole thing. So I did that. And she called two weeks later and bought it. Wow. See, that's that to me is one of those great stories of, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, but when it happens, it's because it was the right time, right place, right book, right editor. And also you wrote the right book. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> I, and I loved it, but I, it was, I was like scientific because of course I was a science major. So I went to and read all these books and I wanted to write a book, but I have not seen a book that has this plot. So let me write that plot because it would be different. So mine was a woman who was in the witness protection program. Ah. And, uh, and she had gone in without her husband, which she didn't tell the people about that she, she had a husband. <laughs> so he didn't, know. He, didn't, he didn't know she was there and they had faked her death and all that kind of thing. But it was something that was unique to me because, you know, plots are all, are all the same. There's only 12 of them, if that many. Right. And, uh, but, the, but the surrounding areas to it, the, the meat of the story had to do with the love and, of course, with her being in the program and all the, all the items that that would entail. And I never read a book like that. Wow. So that's why one's the right one. I notice you do write romantic suspense. Uh, you write really, um, I won't call them sweet, but they're, they're really you know, heartfelt romances. 
which genre sings to you the most? I actually do love romantic suspense the best. I like the other books. They, they give you a, a, a different flavor every time. And I do have some that are sweet and clean, whatever, you know, adjectives we want to describe that, that genre, that subgenre. I have straight contemporaries, um, the romantic suspense, and then the, the uh, series contemporaries, which are sexy books. You know, they're not the sweet ones, the ones without love scenes. And different areas of, of, the, uh, of Harlequin Company have had different programs, and I've submitted to them, and they accepted them. Many authors there write for many of the different lines. Right. Have you noticed that, you know, and I've seen this with a lot of authors, because we're creative by our nature, it's hard to, you know, keep us in one genre. We, we see so many stories, and they aren't necessarily things that we're writing now, but things that we want to write. That, that's true. There are many things I want to write, you know, that I'm not doing right now. Uh, I have a couple fantasy some novellas with a group in, a, in, a, in an anthology. I like that. It gives you a different, like I said, it's just a different flavor to, to try out and see whether or not it's something you like. When, when you were young and your parents used to allow you to, you know, take piano and take bowling and do this and do that. So you find something that you like. I think we're doing the same thing. We just like a lot more. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, how did the concept for your Capital Chronicles books come about? Well, I lived in D.C. for many years. And when you live in the capital, <laughs> the world is different over there or down there. For me, it's down there. Um, people tend to think you know more than you actually do know. <laughs> <laughs> and so... so even the, even the people who work for the government, it's a different um, culture. And I lived through that culture, and I didn't actually realize that I was, of course, until I was no longer lived there and I was in a different state. I'm in New Jersey now. Um, but I love the, the capital. I mean, I love books that have to surround the presidency and surround uh, the government. But I actually like them to be the backside, the, the dark not everything that goes on to you know that everyone sees, but the machinations that make it happen. So that's why I wanted to write those books all set in the capital. Well, I think uh, <laughs> I think that that's going to be something that uh, Barbara Vay readers will certainly pick up on because there's an element of quote unquote scandal to them. <laughs> there's definitely that. <laughs> um, and, and a scandal came on television. I mean, it just basically played right into my my area. I know. It was your series right there. <laughs> yes. So um, have you been to Barbara Bay before? Yes. This will be the third time I, I'm going. And for the very first time when I was such a novice, I didn't know what was happening and how things were going and what I needed to do. And, you know, I would ask, people would explain, but until you've actually seen that tremendous amount of readers in one place who are all hungry for your book, it's different. And the table decorations that the authors go to and the, just, the, just the volume of things that they do for the readers. Because the readers do so much for us. Exactly. Exactly. And what books will you be bringing to Barbara Bay? My series is now totally um, digital. And in the previous years, I have had, you know, I brought the postcards that had the QR code on it so they could download uh, a free book. I do have some paper books there. There are some of the ones that are a little older because they've been around 
after I got my rights back. Right. <laughs> and but I'll probably just bring the, the postcards with the with the Capital Chronicles books on them. Those are very popular. Some of the readers uh, have so many books. This will be something easier. They can just carry, wait till they get home and, right. you know, and then enjoy it. Or they can do it right there at the, uh, I usually have my computer with me. They can do it right there on the computer or they can do it on their own computers or they're, they're even the handheld devices. You know, you, they, it's so convenient now to, to download a book. Right. I know. I love this. I love this kind of immediacy that the, that the reader has especially when you've just connected with an author and having that, that code makes it easier for them to just go in and, Hey, here it is. I've got it sticking in my purse. When I get home, I pull it out and I go, okay, now, now I, now I have it on any device. Right. Or even if they don't have the scanning mechanisms on their phones, the newer phones come with them, but um, you know, my name's on the card so they can just put my name in and the books will come up. Right. If right. they go to Amazon or even if they just put my name in, go to my webpage, it'll take them to, to whatever service they use. If they use Kobo or Amazon or the Nook, whichever one they use, it would take them to that place and where they could get the book. Right. So, Shirley, tell us, what do you have coming out next for your readers? Well, I'm working on a series of the Clayton books. See, the Claytons are a family of, of adopted children. And the older children were the unadoptable ones, the ones that were always in trouble, always running away, uh, never staying in the foster care system. So they all got adopted. So they became their own family and they consider themselves the luckiest people because they all love each other very well. So there are five books in the series and they'll be up in the next couple of months, probably just about the time Barbara Barbara has, a, has the Reader Weekend. Yay. So that's something that they can certainly be looking for. Right. I'll have, I'll just, I, just, I just thought of it, but I'll definitely make flyers or, you know, make um, brochures that have all the books on them with their covers and their ISBNs and how they can download them. That's going to be wonderful. They are such rabid readers. You have the kind of books that um, are well plotted. The characters are alive. They sit next to you. So it should be something that they'll just grab up. Oh, thank you. I certainly hope so. And I'm glad to hear that, that review. I love that. <laughs> we'll use it anywhere. <laughs> Want to hear more about the authors who will be attending the Barbara Bay Reader Appreciation Weekend? Just go to my website, authorprovocateur.com and click on to the other interviews. You'll also find them on the event's Facebook page. And beneath each interview, feel free to leave a comment about your favorite part of it. Doing so puts you in the running for a bundle of the author's books. Listeners can leave one comment per author to be entered for the drawing. This is Josie Brown of Author Provocateur, signing off.